Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the Pardon American Podcast. Welcome one and all. Here we are. Another brilliant, brilliant day. Yes, indeedy. You know what though? I did watch the new Batman. Ooh. And I wanted to get, I didn't want to tell you until we started this show. Oh, okay. So have you seen it? I have not. Okay. You've heard stories though? I've heard good and bad. Mm, Yes. I've heard mostly bad. And I heard that... It was somber. It was dark. It was just like Batman. Uh, I heard that uh, it kind of made the Batman seem like a bad guy. Oh yeah, kind. Of, well, eh, no, no, nah, nah. I mean, he was definitely emo-ish. Mm. He was the most emo of all Batmans. Let's uh, let's okay. say that, right? I mean, whenever you have that mopey look, you know, like. I'm just, I'm just so down on my luck all of a sudden. Hey. What's... Well, I mean, the guy also used to be a sparkling vampire. Exactly. So. But the hair understandable. The hair is like kind of <laughs> longer in his in his face. He's wearing makeup. He's like, Bleh. I don't know. To me, I loved it. I yeah. will I will just throw it out there. I fucking loved it. Hmm. I thought it was great. It was exactly uh as dark as I expected it to be. And that's the way it should be. I mean, he lost his fucking family. No, right fucking, in front of him. Right? It's fucking Batman. It can't be a happy-go-lucky movie. No. If you're a kid and your parents get killed right in front of you. Sorry for everybody. This is a, kind of a dark beginning here. But I'm just saying, like, Batman's going to be a little weird. Right? He's going to be kind of fucked up in the head. And so that's kind of how it was. It was He was uh, tormented not, inside. Exactly. Not all there, not the outgoing, extroverted, yeah. Bruce Wayne type of style. I don't know. Mm, okay. So I I thought it was fucking great. It's just too damn long. That's my yeah, only Yeah, how long was it? Three hours. Oh, jeez. Three Can you believe it? That's a long movie. And so I'm saying what like. Is it, Titanic? Come on. Yeah, I told my wife. I'm like, if they have a three hour movie, why didn't they just release it in part one, part two? You know, like have a have part one. Like, obviously edit it to make it like a cliffhanger, so you want to go see the part two. Yeah. And then have part two come out, and it, I mean, both halves of the movie were pretty badass. I don't know. I just, hmm. and Colin Farrell is the penguin. I oh, had, yeah. I seen a video of him getting all his makeup and stuff on. Yes. And he would sit, and they'd do his shit for like four or five hours. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, the worst sitting in a chair for makeup that I've ever seen was Jim Carrey and the Grinch. Hmm. It took him, what, like 10 hours or something? It was ridiculous. Stupid, yeah. It was a ridiculous amount of time. I'm like, dude, you'd shit yourself just sitting there. Like, how are you eating? How You'd have to take a lunch break in between getting your makeup on. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So anyway, I liked I liked Batman a lot. I, I recommend the movie. I do want to see it. Yeah. Regardless if people say it's bad or not, I do want to see it. Yeah. I don't think there's been a Batman movie that I haven't seen. So, mm, okay, 
Well, that's good to know. But speaking of Jim Carrey, I did. Oh. I brought him up for a reason because apparently he's playing Joe Biden. Joe Biden is Jim Carrey in makeup. Hmm. At least that's one of several different actors that has been claimed. It's going around, right? And this there's this claim going around that Jim Carrey is actually Joe Biden, and uh, he actually responded to this. You know, and he—I don't know exactly what he said, but he goes, "I mean, there are several play, several different people playing Joe Biden at this point." She continued, "Blah blah 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 blah." Um. Okay, so this is just—they're—they're they're kind of making fun of it, but to me, it's these kind of stories that get thrown out there to make people look dumb. You know what I mean? I don't know who's actually claiming this, but. I don't know. It says James Wood or James Woods is also a doppelganger Hmm. mask wearing people. I don't know. It makes you, uh, I don't know how serious they're being because it says up here, uh, the claim was made to Jason Selvig of satirical duo, the good liars, the good liars. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I, it's funny. I saw it being floated out there. I'm like, yeah, you know, I could see him doing that. You know, like the, the fire marshal bill, Oh, yeah. He could pull that character out. Yeah. Dust him off a little I bit. I mean, if you wanted anybody to, to to play a senile old man that doesn't know where he is most of the time and just says random things at random times and shits himself, who would you have do it other than Jim Carrey? Joe Biden himself. Well. He wouldn't know. He, he'd be like, true. is this a movie? Unless he's uh, completely in, uh, incapacitated where he literally can't do it. Yeah, he can't be himself. No, I don't know. And <clears throat> Jim Carrey is one of those weird guys. I, you know, I like his movies. I like him as an actor, but then I see certain things about him in the off script. He's retiring. I, apparently, he's retiring. He came out and retiring. He said yes. he's uh his his actual words were, "I've done enough. I have enough, mm. and I've had enough." Wow. Okay. That means I think I think that's what he said. He, not that's not verbatim. He's been pegged. Like too much anal on his end. Yeah, he's just like I don't want to. I don't need to do anymore. I no more butt plugging for Jim Carrey. Okay, no, I'm kidding. You know, I I like Jim Carrey. I think uh, his acting is is cool. I wish he would do fucking Ace Ventura three. I really do. <laughs> I've been waiting for that my whole life. But I've just I you know I've heard some you know rumors here and there you know unconfirmed. There's some speculation about Jim Carrey. You know the whole like Illuminati stuff, but. Here or there, uh, give me some proof, and I'll, I'll follow it down that rabbit hole, baby, okay? So, Joe Biden, speaking of the devil, right, he came out and said something funny, right? He he had this little phrase, and he was talking about people in power, and he goes, mm-hmm. That's the reason why I became president, because I don't want that much power. What, what did he say? Yeah, uh, the greatest sin anyone can commit is the abuse of power. Oh, sure is. Good old Joe. We were talking about on the way over what got me involved in politics. I got in politics, involved in politics because I think the greatest sin that anyone can commit is the abuse of power. Whatever that power is, the power of a teacher, the power of a, a doctor, the power of a leader. When someone who is relying on you or you cannot... Just the abuse of power. We're- <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> or someone's relying someone's on you. Someone's relying on you and you, you just cannot, cannot. Just the abuse of power. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> End of story. What's next? Yeah, so what's funny. That's the pot calling the kettle black there, Joe. Is how many executive orders did he sign on his first day in office? Like 12, 20? On his first day? On his first day, yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. Sorry, I have like a hair in my mouth. I I was cleaning myself like a cat. We talked about Joe for too long. I did, yeah. No, but so this is a, this uh, this is ballotpedia.org. It says as of April 26, 2020, President Joe Biden has signed 88 executive orders, 70 presidential memoranda, 235 proclamations and 47 notices. That's a lot. So in three months, he signed a lot of shit. Well, right. That's a, a year and three months. Oh, yeah. You're used to 21. Yeah. You're in three months. Well, so yes, as of April 26, 2022, oh. 88 executive orders. That's a shitload, bro. And I mean, it's not the law, but I'm just saying you do that to persuade things into motion, right? His vaccine push, his fucking mandates, his closing of the pipelines, his reversal of everything that Trump has been doing. Mm-hmm. There was a lot that he had to do on this first day in office, or his first week, I should say. And I remember him doing that. And that is something a king would do or something like a, um, you know, a dictator. We don't rule based off of executive orders. We, we have Congress. We, we have this all figured out, people. Somewhat. The executive orders need to go away. I don't care if Trump does them. I don't care who does them. I don't want them. We shouldn't. This isn't how we pass laws. This so apparently, isn't. during his his whole term, Trump did two hundred and twenty executive orders. Okay, his whole term in four years. In and, four years, and Biden's done eighty eight. Yeah, so approximately a third of what Trump has done in his first year. So he's you know he's on he's on track to he's be on him. track. He's on track, but I, I you know neither here nor there. I don't care if Trump does them. I don't care who does them. I, I just don't like this whole, here's what I'm saying. Everybody from here on forth, do it. No, I don't like it either. What the fuck? That doesn't make sense. Executive orders shouldn't exist. No. Hell no. Like, why? What gives you the power to just make make law? No. You shouldn't so, have that. And An executive order should be in times of military need. or Oh, is it because we're in an emergency? That no. emergency use of executive orders? No, because we weren't in one during Trump's four years. Mm. Every every president does executive orders. Mm-hmm. And we're not always in some kind of turmoil with something. Mm. If there is an executive order, I personally think you should be able to write out your executive order and it should go straight to Senate and House or House or whatever to be voted on. Yeah. It shouldn't go through the normal processes of every other bill. It should be fast-tracked to a vote. Either that or it should be only... You should only have the ability to have an executive order during wartime. We're not at fucking war. Or or limited to a certain amount. Yeah. I mean, we are kind of in a dis... Or we're in an information war, I guess you could say, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, in the quote-unquote real world, there's no physical on-paper war. Mm-hmm. And when when's the last time Congress actually declared, yeah, let's go to war the proper way? 
the war on terror. Terror. World War Two. Well, did they actually do a declaration of war against terror? I don't think so. I think they just they signed a Patriot Bill or mm. Patriot Act. That's not like a declaration of war because it's like who are you going and who are you going to war against? Terror. <laughs> who is that? That's, that's true. That could be you. That's it's obviously domestic terrorists, Trump supporters now. So, yeah, you you don't have an enemy, so you can't really declare war on them. That's part of war. <laughs> you gotta have some. Yeah, sort of they, they either shouldn't exist, or you should have limited amount you can do, but it still has to be voted on. Yeah. Well, and just like the in my, and that's my opinion. Like the Ukraine war, uh, like the billions of dollars that we've sent over there, right? Yeah. So it's like this whole push for Ukraine, good guy, Russia, bad guy. We need to help Ukraine. If you pull up our bookmarks on Twitter, we had um, the good old view. Who was this? I don't know who this was, but Amber Ruffin. Ruffin? She was on the view talking about Musk spending $44 billion to buy Twitter. And she's saying, you could have used that to put a dent in world hunger. Okay, Musky? That's a lot of money. Let's listen there. If you have $44 billion and you use it to buy Twitter, you make bad decisions. That <laughs> we have all the cash that we need. Right. $44 billion. We need it. I mean, but he put out hunger. But he doesn't know what to do with it. It's the I mean, same as that other change. The two of them went into space because they have no other ideas about what to do with their money. Okay. okay. Yeah, you're right. So the First Amendment's out the window to these people because they obviously don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. That's why Musk bought Twitter, to give yeah. people a voice back. But the other thing is, Ukraine is now asking the U.S. for $2 billion a month in emergency economic aid. $2 billion a month. Okay? We've already sent $13.6 billion there, and that was at the beginning of this whole thing in, when, in March. When is somebody going to fucking step step up or out? Or wherever the fuck Sideways. in front of a fucking camera and a microphone and say, "Hey, we have no money." I think they need to do a dosy do. We are how many trillion dollars in debt now? We have no money. Well, that's the point. Is as Joe Biden would do. We have yeah. no money. The money isn't there. We don't have any to give you. Yeah, it's all gone. Well, and at that point, it's all make believe. Yeah, it, it is. It's just a digital number on a fucking computer screen. Yeah, that isn't worth anything. Or it's, you know, you're killing a bunch of trees. You know, if they physically want the money, you physically want it? Or can I just, like, say that you got it? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I'll put, I'll have a bank put some numbers in for you. You know, that's That's good enough, That's all it is now. Most of it. But with this $13.6 billion, to me, that we're sending over to Ukraine, it's not just money. It's equipment. It's people. It's process. It's... It's the effort of moving things, logistics, right? How much does it cost to ship a tank over to Ukraine? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know. I know it costs about 1500 bucks or so to ship a car across our country. Mm-hmm. So a tank across oceans, I would say it's probably not cheap. Probably 200 grand? Maybe. That's one tank. One tank. Right, so think of all the equipment that we're sending over there. How much does it cost to ship that? And how are you shipping that too, greenhouse Biden? And and are you sending them two billion dollars 
a loan to Ukraine, and then we're also paying for all the shipping fees too, or mm. or, are they, or is that all calculated together? How is this broke down? Yeah, no one will ever know. No, right? No one will ever know. So that is just. It's one of those things that will never get solved. It, I fucking hate it. It's one of these government spending bills. And entwined in those large bills, you have things that take away little amendments that take away civil liberties. Mm. They focus on voting rights. They'll vo- focus on uh, frogs turning gay. I don't know. What, <laughs> whatever fish hatchery study they have to perform, right? So we'll see where that goes. But that was just hilarious to me that they're they're calling out Musk for buying. I mean, think of Twitter. The value of Twitter. Oh, yeah. Is humongous. It's not like 44 billion. Yeah, that's a shitload of money, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. But in the long run. Well, and that's the thing, too. The If he does it right, the potential profits from Twitter he could make or. On a, you can't out, add that up. There's so much. Absolutely. I mean, especially if he was to keep it forever. Yeah. If it was just to be namely his, and he does changes for the the better of Twitter itself as a company. Yeah. Then he's going to make ungodly amounts of money. Well, and Twitter was never running at its full potential. If you think about it, because if you're banning half of the population in the United States, the conservative. Yeah. You're banning a large portion of the consumers. And if you have them join now, back on there, selling products, promoting services. I mean, it is, you're asking people, it's the, I think I heard this on the Dave Smith um, podcast, but it's, I think Robbie the Fire Bernstein said Mm. something about where they have, people use your product for free to make you money. So they they willingly sign up for free to join Twitter Mm -hmm. and they use your product to sell their products, which eventually just will make you money. And I, I don't, honestly don't know exactly how the ins and outs of making money by owning Twitter works, but I have some inclination that it works with like advertisement revenue. Yeah. Maybe um, the app store will say, hey, your app's doing pretty damn hot. Like we want to give you a little incentive to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, don't, I, you know, I don't know. But it's a platform nonetheless for people to go on there and promote themselves, promote their products and they get to use it for free. Yeah. Now the, the people that were shunned away, the conservatives, or at least their reach was being shunned. Now their reach is wide open so they can use it. So you're opening up the customer base. You're opening up your profit margins. Exactly. Right. So 44 billion, eh, that might turn into, 244 billion. Yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. And it's it's just funny how, and we we kind of mentioned this on the, on the last show. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Um, how much people are kind of freaking out about this, mm-hmm. and let's. The, it's just funny how everyone's like, hey how dare you let the, all these people back on here and spread their, their hate and their, their misinformation or disinformation. It's a, it's a private company. Well, like we said earlier, it is a private company. Now Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily a private company before because I had so many investors, so many stockholders, so many 
board members that actually chose and decided what the company does, whether yeah. it was good or bad for well, the shareholders. Still, it still themselves. has still has shareholders and stockholders, all that. Does it still have stockholders? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think you can go on and buy a stock, Twitter stock. Hmm. So I mean, he just took over the company, unless they have a hold. There, th- there might be a hold right now. Yeah, I thought if he was buying it, it was just his now. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe it is. And so all the the purchasers I mean, of I'm the not, shares got bought out. I'm not savvy in that, so I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you're right. But nonetheless, if the the value, so here's here's my whole thing is the value of the dollar means shit. The dollar's going bye bye. Yeah. In my eyes, I don't see the dollar lasting that much longer. I mean, if it does, hallelujah. But if not, he's got an asset, a valuable asset that no one else can have now because he went into debt. Maybe I don't, maybe he already had the fucking money. That's another thing too. It's like, how did, how, where's all this money come from? Like what it's, what does the deal look like here? Who, who helped you buy this musky? Yeah. Cause he secured the funds. They didn't really say where the funds came from. So yeah. I, I imagine he, maybe he used like collateral as far as like his other businesses, what they were worth. Maybe. Did the government help him? Uh, who knows? I guess He's I heard something about Ron DeSantis wanting to put money in to help him too. So I, my whole thing is money's going bye-bye. He has an asset. So it's just like buying property, buying homes, buying buying things. Yeah. Instead of having money, he bought a very valuable thing. And that is platforms, yeah. Twitter, you know, people's voices. So, and he, he will have the source code where he can share that now. And it, it, if you think about it, he did share a picture of Truth Social. Mm. Did you see that on? No. Uh, so if you go to our bookmarks and scroll down, I believe I have it actually saved here. But it was a screenshot, yes, of the top charts in the App Store. And looky, looky, Lou, Truth Social, Trump's social media app, was number one above Twitter. And so he t- he tweeted this picture out and said, Truth Social is currently beating Twitter and TikTok on the Apple Store. But if you click into that, he says that he has, yeah, go to show this thread. Yeah, scroll on down. Truth Social, terrible name, exists because Twitter censorship free speech. Should be called Trumpet instead. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's yeah, Trumpet. An equally terrible name. Hmm. Well, the point is, is that he's pointing out that Truth Social exists because of the censorship on Twitter. Well, yeah, there's a bunch of different platform platforms that exist because of the censorship on Twitter. Yeah. Getter. Yep. Like Parler. Parler. Gab got super popular because yeah. of it. Yep. There's a, you know, there's a bunch of them, but he's, he's also pointing out Truth Social. And I don't know that there is this kind of talk and speculation that truth social will merge with twitter eventually because hmm. trump said that he's not going back he's not going back to twitter yeah why would he right as a businessman you invested all this fucking money in truth social you're going to go back to twitter yeah that I, d- doesn't make any sense it's a bad look on for trump truth social now I almost said trump social trump social <laughs> there it is now i could see um 
Trump's associates, Trump's business people, whatever. Oh, yeah. Starting their own Twitter and, and driving people because there's nothing wrong with having an account on Twitter. Like, and I kind of see it both ways. It's like, yeah, Trump wouldn't use Twitter, but why wouldn't he use Twitter to promote Truth Social? To say, hey, come over to my platform. It's better than Elon Musk's. Yeah, exactly. Why well, doesn't make any make sense to me? Or are they going to merge the two? Because there's a lot of speculation that Trump will never tweet again from Twitter, but if he tweets from Truth Social, it will show up on Twitter hmm. as a merged union. Oh, uh, kind of like how they're owned by the same people, but how Instagram and Facebook are. There you you can post to Instagram and also have it show up on your Facebook. Exactamondo. Hmm. That's what people are saying is going to happen. I mean, I could see that because honestly, Truth Social resembles Twitter. That's, That's what it, it was built on. It almost looks exactly the same. They built it for that purpose. Yeah. It's the, the, the framework, like the backbone of Truth Social is exactly a Twitter format. Yeah. So linking those up and mirroring mirroring the posts on them would not be difficult. You know? Hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, you know, and... And that would only make Twitter and Truth worth even more than they are. Exactly. It would be a conglomeration. Yeah. Or what's that word? It kind of sounds like a... I, I think conglomeration is it. It always reminded me of pancakes for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> conglomeration sounds like a stack of pancakes with syrup on it. Hmm. Mm. I want to eat that conglomeration. <laughs> for, I don't know why. It always has. Whenever I see that word Reddit in uh, history, I'd be like, hmm, I'm hungry for some fucking flapjacks, baby. Give me some syrup and some buttercream. Oh, Just yeah. some pancakes covered in everything bad for I'll you. I'll conglomerate my ass. <laughs> 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 Give me that. Shove it in my mouth. Alrighty. Well, yeah, so enough about Musk, right? We've talked about Musk here, there, everywhere, and all that stuff. Yeah. I want to talk about space. Mm. Space exploration. So there's this U.S. Pentagon funded $7.6 million. Actually, this is Euros. Research into wormholes, anti-gravity, and Stargate tech. A series of documents released by the U.S. government shows that it was funded by a secretive. <laughs> I said that kind of uh, like I've had too many beers. So the seven point six ends up being about a little over nine and a half. Nine point five nine million U.S. dollars to fund a secretive advanced weapons program researching wormholes, anti gravity, stargates, and even invisibility cloak tech. All right. So this is a secret wing of the U.S. military funded research into bizarre sci-fi tech, including dark energy, stargates, anti-gravity, and even an ambitious plan to tunnel a gigantic hole through the moon. Now, I did read a, another article about this where they nuked, they were planning on nuking the moon. For what reason? Now, nuke, eh, I don't know, to make this fucking hole, bro. They just wanted to make a hole, so they thought, hey, let's shoot rockets at it. No, they were going to take a nuke down there and detonate it. And that it, wouldn't just put a hole directly through it. I don't know. That'd make a crater. I think that's what they're trying. So they said that they were going to do that for mining minerals. Okay, it's all about... This the, sounds the, like some Acme plan from the Roadrunner show. Mm. 
The, they're going to strap a rocket to to something that the send in, yeah they're just going to send in space and then uh this rocket's going to blow up and put a put a perfect hole through the center of the moon it'll just drill through while a coyote is just and then we'll on never it. have eclipses again yeah the road runners there going beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and this runs away unscathed yeah <laughs> oh, that plan didn't work <laughs> yeah <laughs> So more than 1,600 pages of documents released by the shadowy Defense Intelligence Agency to Motherboard. I don't know what Motherboard is, but they highlights the top secrets research, which sought to study the military capabilities of speculative technologies. While it is unclear exactly how much money was spent on the advanced aerospace weapons systems application programs. Wow. A-A-W-S-A-P. Contractors hired by the program were awarded $10 million, 7.6 million euros, of U.S. taxpayer money in the first year. These contractors included Bigelow Airspace Advanced Studies, owned by hotel billionaire Robert Bigelow, not Deuce Bigelow, okay? I was mm. thinking Deuce Bigelow, Deuce Bigelow number two, right? Where you had oh, the big okay. fish tank yeah. wall. Yeah. What a mess when that thing exploded. <laughs> Bigelow was the owner of a Skinwalker Ranch, which many of the UFO watchers believe is a hotbed of paranormal activity. And I did watch a Ghost Adventures episode at the Skinwalker's Ranch, and that was fucking scary. Mm. There's actually a a couple new shows about Skinwalker Ranch now. Yeah, and just the name, Skinwalker. Mm. Creepy Uh, (laughs) jeebies. It puts an image in your head, just the word Skinwalker. Like... It could be one of two things. It aren't, could, aren't we skinwalkers? Uh, right, exactly. Could okay. be like a humanoid type thing where you're just a skin, like a skinwalker. That's yeah. what we are. Okay. Or it could be some really crazy, unfathomable alien being that just steals skin. I get you. Oh, well, then where's where's human skin? Like uh, the people that abducts it wears their skin on. It's like, oh, look, I have an arm cover now. I get you. Maybe. Like a ghost, if you, if you were a child playing a ghost for Halloween, you'd mm. put a sheet over you, yeah, and poke some eyeballs, yeah, poke as, some eyeball as holes a disguise, and, yeah. So the skinwalker does the same thing, <laughs> just throws Maybe. the skin over its body. I don't know. That's a complete guess. <laughs> just the wiener lands up on the forehead. <laughs> so that that would become mm. Deuce Bigelow. Then. Yeah. Okay. Well, as none of these technologies research have become a reality. Some are criticizing the program was a waste of money, you think? Stephen Aftergood, director of the U.S. Project on Government Secrecy. There's a project on government secrecy? That can't be good. Well, Why would you have that? Well, because you want some secrets. Right? <sighs> Told popular mechanics. Now, here's the deal. <laughs> you are the director of secrecy, and you're talking to popular mechanics. <laughs> Yeah. Nope. Not believing this. Quote, the whole contracting process for this program was irregular from start to finish. The AAWSAP contract sounds like it was a good deal for the contractor, but it would be hard to argue that either the military or the public got their money's worth. Oh, boy. So, actually, the AAWSAP was linked to the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, ATIP or AATIP, which was also funded by the Defense Intelligence Agency. This kind of, you know, the Pentagon insisted that AATIP was not UFO-related, telling the Black Vault, 
the purpose of AA tip was to investigate foreign advanced aerospace weapons systems applications with future technology projections over the 40 years, blah, 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 blah. This just kind of sounds like mumbo jumbo to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe this. Anything coming out from the Department of Defense, right? The ones who funded Wuhan. Yeah, right. And funded the whole fucking coronavirus. No, thanks. Don't believe you. Who knows what uh, what other shit they're concocting up and all those. Well, that's labs. another. Yes, that's another thing I wanted to ask you, dude. Is like, where's all this talk about the bio labs? It's where, gone. Where has that gone? It's like that song. Um, Everything's about Johnny Depp now. Where have all the bio labs gone? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not cowboys. It's bio labs. Where'd they go? Well, they just went away, Greg. Johnny Depp's on trial and. Elon Musk bought Twitter. I guess. But damn, bro. Like, way to sweep that under the rug. Department of Defense is corrupt as foo. You know? So, this whole A-tip, I'm just going to call it A-tip. I don't trust it. Um, There's one guy who's always... This is the guy who's... You know that Robert... uh, Not Robert, but um, Tom DeLonge. Mm, yeah. He was in that Starship program, whatever the fuck that's called. His program where oh, he yeah, went yeah, on yeah. Joe Rogan was talking about this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the A-tip program is what I think he works with. Um, he I'll, still I'll, works with Lou, Lou, Yeah, Lou, Luis Alessandro, a former Department of Defense employee, claims to be the former director of A-tip consistently said the program focused on UFOs, also known as UAPs. Yeah. Yes. Um, they had the pro- uh, TV show not too long ago. I remember watching it, and it was it was amusing. It was entertaining, but I'm like, why? <laughs> this is just military people sitting down with foreign military people discussing UAPs, and you're airing this? Yeah. Willy-nilly for the entire world to see? I don't think so. Yeah, it says uh, at a 2017 UFO conference, Elizondo said that the ATIP itself spent its entire time on UFOs and was 100%. It was a 100% percent UFO project. 100%. Period. It was not looking at airplanes. Oh. Okay. So a UFO is not an airplane. I would argue well, it's that. Well, un- it's an air- airplane isn't unidentified. Technically, but it's it's technically see, what is a plane? Okay, let's break this down word by word. Okay, plane, P L A N E. Boring. There we go. See, exactly. You proved my point. <laughs> no, I, I think that this guy's full of shit. I think this whole thing's full of shit. But I found it interesting because they're trying. It's the more it, the moral of the story is what they're trying to sell the people. They're trying to sell people that we. We, our government, has been spending $10 million on researching wormholes, Stargate technology, and anti-gravity. Right? That's what they want people to believe. Why? Hmm. Are they are they planning something? Uh, Is this a pre-blue beam type of seasoning on this blue beam steak? They're trying to season it, you know. <laughs> Blue beam steak. Yeah, they're getting you ready for that sizzle. I don't know. The whole uh, 
preparing for some kind of disclosure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Because. <laughs> well, they have been. They've been preparing the the world with this. Starting in 2017, they came out saying that, yes, well, the you know, the government did spend. They had a program spending money on UAPs. Tucker Carlson had a big freaking yeah. thing. They, and then last year or something, they found a, a craft that was not made of this world. That was the exact quote, something around there. But it said this this metal or this device was not made of this world. And then it just disappeared. That went under the rug because of COVID. Yeah. So that tells me, like, people are constantly... They're always going to be coming up with, with out with articles and information like this. They always have. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they that this stuff is articles and say they they let some shit out, that doesn't mean they're preparing us for anything. There's always been this happening. There's little tiny bits of this just to get people going again. Well, now let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this because if you are the deep state, okay, let's let's. Take it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? The walls are closing in around you. The last thing you have, I mean, look, well, let's describe the deep state. Part of them, I believe, is our own Department of Defense. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I think the U.S. Department of Defense, it's clear that they've been funding labs in Ukraine. They funded Econ or EcoHealth Alliance, which worked to develop this COVID-19 virus over in the Wuhan. We funded Wuhan. So if the Department of Defense has all this money, they have all this technology, right? Weapons. Yeah. You know, defense contractors. Why wouldn't they try to do an alien invasion and fake it and use their own weaponry, their advanced weaponry that they have been creating over the last decade? My question would be for what reason? What would be their end goal? To unite and uh, take over and control. Like, hey, this is an emergency another emergency COVID is over now we have another emergency and this one no one's stopping but me yes the defense but department the reason they were able to keep up the COVID thing for so long is because it was an invisible enemy so are aliens are they if they were to come out and do this fake alien attack how do you keep that up how do you how do you constantly project the the imagery uh, of alien craft and this invasion and we're at war with this different world. How do you keep that going? H- how do you, how do you make it to where people aren't just like, well, this is a bunch of bullshit just Holy. like they were with COVID. You're going to have a, a large faction that will be like, this is bullshit until they see it. They're going to see a, a craft blow something up in front of them. And that's going to happen because it's not going to be an alien. It's going to be deep state technology blowing shit up. Disguised or covered, it, there it will be projected and promulgated in the media as this is an alien. This is another species coming and blowing up our shit. And what do they want? Well, let's let's turn to our reporter. What do they want, Joseph? Uh, Joseph's on the ground with the aliens. Um, I you know I, I couldn't talk to the aliens, but I'm here with the uh, defense contractor, army soldier. He says they don't want to talk. They want this world. There's nothing we can do. No compromise. We got to either kill or be killed. Uh, That's 
Well, then at that point, I'd be like, well, how are you communicating with them? Because clearly they just aren't going to show up and speak English. For sure. And And can we see a picture? And two, exactly. Prove it. Where are they? Well, are they just going to sit and float there in the sky the entire time they're taking over the world? We have a device and we'll show you some imagery. And that's where Hollywood comes in. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like deep states, they can do whatever the fuck they want, right? They can sell you a story. What do you think? I, don't know. I feel like if they were to go to that extent, like you're literally, literally creating a, a moving live play, a live movie for the world. What was COVID? That, that was just, that wasn't, it was, it'd it be was, a little bit different because you don't have to see anything. Wouldn't you though? You'd have to see people dying and they did. That's easy. That you just film for 30 seconds. Someone laying in a hospital bed that's easy you take footage from italy yeah you have multiple cameras from thousands of people especially civilian people and you're trying to fool everyone with this image in the sky that'd be a little harder well no you actually would blow things up you'd blow up buildings yeah but you'd still have to know where it's coming from people would have to see like if something just blew up yeah something just blew up that doesn't mean they saw where it came from Mm, but then you'd have film You'd have leaked iPhone footage. There would be fabricated film. Hmm. I think it'd be way harder. It would be. It would be next level, bro. It's just like COVID next level. It'd be like one shot and do or die situation. But what else do you have? That's what I'm saying. Like, Well, I mean, if, if literally if it's a, a deep state thing coming down to their survival. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be a, a do or die thing. Why like, wouldn't they? They would at least try it. And be like, you know, like five years later, be like, hey, remember when the fucking Department of Defense tried to do that alien shit? Dude? That was fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, they fucking like blew up that empty like uh. tank thing. <laughs> and that video footage looks so funny. I, I just think, it, I just think, uh, honestly, an honest faked alien invasion by whoever did it. Be, there'd be so many eyes you'd have to fool. I don't, I think it'd be impossible. Hmm. Don't know. I thought the same thing about COVID, but people are dumb and people will like seeing is believing and you'd have to make people see. And, but I think it, until but, the media gets taken I, but over, I think aliens is a bigger thing. I think you can fool people with, with, with the COVID thing based on just fear mm. and you can show them people falling down. You can show them people lying in hospital beds. Yeah. And it's, your, the emotions are easily manipulated. I think the alien thing would be a, little, a lot harder because you can't just say there's an alien invasion. You'd literally have to show them an invasion. Mm. And well, to, now here- to show them on, on media would be easy because you just make this fucking scene and you can do it. Well, that's what I'm saying. But to, but to have it showing on the media, but then also that image reciprocating itself live to people in person, Yeah, that would... Yeah, so here's the deal. is if Unless ha- they just built fucking alien ships themselves. Cyber attack, take down the internet. Alien invasion all at the same time. You blame it on both. You can blame it on the aliens. Just say, something took down all of our internet, and then boom, 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 boom worldwide. And then who's left? Fox News, MSNBC, all the controlled sources of media. But how would they be running? I don't know. They have something, a backup of a backup of a backup. I don't know. Well, then that's where you you immediately would have to question. 
How is everything down except for you? Well, it wouldn't be internet. It would just be TV. So it'd just be. You don't think programs. You don't on think TV. an alien race, if they came in to completely take over a world, they wouldn't just shut everything off. Maybe. Maybe they would. Yeah, like your cars, everything. EMP, everything right? would be shut down. Yeah, like have them have no communication, no available defense, nothing. Yeah, unless it was inadvertent. They go, oh, well, what is this thing? Like, it's like an Independence Day. Like, it's sitting up there chilling for a while, right? It's like it enters our atmosphere. Oh, like when they when they come in and, and break into the mothership and the, the, the queen alien is like, what the hell is this? No, not even that far. Not even that far. I'm talking like first couple days, okay? Okay. You have these ships just show up. And they're chilling above L.A., chilling above all these, like, large cities mm-hmm. but they're just sitting there people are like what the fuck is this thing doing you know yeah like people kind of like celebrating they're like yay they're here to save us we welcome them get up on top of the buildings with their signs and stuff but the the ufos didn't attack immediately they kind of showed up surveyed for a little bit they were there for a while right that's true until the laser beams came down and destroyed the first building yeah. so let's just say they come down in that come down moment like where they're they approach mm-hmm that wipes out the internet. Something to do with their technology of their crafts wipe out our internet. Okay. But we were we were able to sustain the television. I don't know why. Something our satellites ha- are still operable. We use Elon Musk's. <laughs> you know, I don't you know, I don't. So I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. If there is if I was like part of this whole deep state thing, I'm just like thinking on their end. Yeah. Let's use what we got. As, like, Hail Mary, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to have to go to prison or get hanged, I'm doing my fucking Hail Mary UFO attack. <laughs> See, I, I just don't think they could pull it off, honestly. They would try, though. Uh, they, wouldn't they? I, I think they would try a fake nuclear explosion before they tried an alien oh, Okay, attack. like, blame it on Kim Jong-un or something. Yeah, say... It'd probably be the Russians, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, just That's have true. a bomb blow up somewhere and be say it was a nuke. Yep. I think yeah. I think that would be done. I think that would be their Hail Mary. That's more realistic, I th- I, but I, I think- like to live in the fantasy <laughs> land. <laughs> I mean, it'd be very entertaining to watch them try and pull off an alien invasion. And how humiliating would that be if, like, all the internet was shut down and they just instantly try to sell this? Oh, my gosh, look at these aliens. Ah. <laughs> And then Elon Musk just snaps his fingers. Starlink brings us back on. There's all of and these videos. And it's all gone. No, there's just all these videos just showing, oh, that's just a projection. That's like a large projection screen. You guys oh, are yeah. being fooled. Um, yeah, that, that actually doesn't exist. And then all these anchors are like, <laughs> oh, like looking like Hillary at the thing with the balloons coming down. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, how much time do we have left here? I think we're close to that hour. Yeah, mark, we right? got like 15 minutes. Okay. Well, before we we exit out on our final topics here, you guys go over to Aura, okay? Because most credit card companies do a good job of protecting you against fraudulent purchases. But what if a scammer files for unemployment in your name? Or if your social media accounts are hacked? Aura's protection goes well beyond your credit card. Aura is easy to set up. All plans come with $1 million in identity theft insurance. They recover your stolen funds. And you have experienced U.S.-based customer support that has your back. They cover identity theft, financial fraud, malware, scam sites, 
and so much more, right? And it's an easy-to-use online dashboard. Alerts are, strength, are sent straight to your phone, Aura keeps you in control and guides you through solving any issues. And if you do have any issues, you guys, they have one person who will contact everyone for you. Yeah. And trust me, if something does happen with your identity and you have to call people, it's like a daisy chain thing. It's like a domino effect. Like, okay, where was I on Friday? Oh, shit, I don't know. Okay, I went to the store. I went to the freaking market. I, I bought fucking gas. And then I went, oh, shit, we went out to eat. It's like you got to remember Everything. So Aura will do that for you, one agent, okay? And they're quick about it. They're very fast. We had to sign some paperwork for our fifth wheel over again because mm. they messed up on the VIN number. Mm. So when they pulled all the information, Aura notified us and said, hey, is this you pulling your information again or is it not? Exactly. Right? And like, so, and that was within 10 minutes. So for a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners a 30-day free trial when you visit Aura.com slash pardon. Go to Aura.com slash pardon to get complete protection, huge savings, and a 30-day free trial. That's A-U-R-A dot com slash pardon. Aura, the new standard in digital security. And I always like to say, sign up for Aura when you have a Lucy in your mouth. Okay? Mm. Just put the Lucy in your mouth. Put, put the Lucy, Lucy in your mouth. Put the Lucy in your mouth. If you're an adult, okay? If you're an adult, you got to put that Lucy where it goes, okay? Look, we're all adults here, and I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, and just unwind after a long day, okay? Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults, okay? Adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year, why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? Aye, aye. Mm. I feel spicy right now <laughs> because I got this cinnamon Lucy. All right. Dave loves this stuff. He has it every single day. I use it for not, not the high dose. Okay. I got to admit, I use it for the nootropic effect. Okay. Because nicotine will open your mind a little bit. All right. You got to try it out. It does all sorts of wonders. Little pick me up. Little pick me up. Okay, Dave loves the flavors. There's cinnamon. There's, uh, I mean, melon. I guess he likes this. He likes all the flavors, and he usually doesn't like any flavors except for just spearmint, right? So if you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's product at Lucy.co. That is Lucy.co, and use promo code Pardon at checkout. Also, I have to read this disclaimer warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Remember, if you're interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code PARDON. Tree farts. <laughs> Tree farts. Tree farts are a thing, Christopher. I did not know that. Yes. I don't know if anyone knew that. Well, trees can fart. But they have to be dead. That is what I've learned, okay? Uh, so this is a bizarre kind of science thing that just, they're trying to sell this whole greenhouse gas emissions. And, you know, first we had cow farts. Now we have tree farts. Okay. Oh, boy. So I'm looking at a little different article than you are here, but it's it's essentially discussing the same thing, right? They come, so these tree farts come from ghost forests. And they're driving climate change. <gasps> oh, study warns. A study warns, okay? So greenhouse gas emissions from dead trees and ghost forests are known informally as tree farts. Hmm. 
and they're helping to drive up this whole climate change things, right? So when you have this rising sea level, you have salt water that is forced into a wooded area, leaving dead and dying trees. It's like that. Um, it's like idiocracy mm. when they're trying to water the plants, not with water, but with oh yeah, with like the weird Gatorade or have, some yeah, shit. Yeah, it's because they like it. They like electrolytes. <laughs> no, they don't. No, this is too much That's salt. Water, not the way it works, right? So you have too much salt going into the wooded area, and it's killing all these trees. And this happened in a North Carolina State University U.S. study, all right, whatever. Research found that in these wetlands from this salt water, you had tree farts. The increase in emissions of the ecosystem by about 25%. Hmm. Hmm. And you had a graduate student, Melinda Martinez of North Carolina State University, said, quote, even though these standing dead trees are not emitting as much as the soils, they're still emitting something, and they definitely need to be accounted for. <laughs> even the smallest fart counts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> even the smallest fart counts, she says. I mean, it makes sense that trees would fart after they're dead, right? Because that's how humans work. All, all their shit comes out of their body uh, once they die. The worst of the worst farts, dude. A dead fart. <laughs> don't even don't even go there. Huh. Like that. I mean, dead farts will kill. Is this one of those things that are... <laughs> Our colleges and our fucking government agencies are just spending reckless amounts of money on. Yes. Why do we need to know that trees fart? Because it pushes forward. It catapults the idea that there is climate change and we need to do something about it. That's why they get funded. Universities will get funded when they promote propaganda. And that's exactly what this is. Tree fart propaganda. Smacking you and right I'm assuming in your nowhere does it say how much the tree farts are actually affecting the climate change. Uh, you know, it does say actually down in there. They say that it's minuscule, but it does matter. Okay, it's mm. it does do something. What so right here? Like what is this? According to the researchers, dead tree farts. Uh, oh wait, dead trees fart out roughly 116 milligrams of carbon dioxide. 0.3 milligrams of methane and 0.04 milligrams of nitrous oxide every hour per square meter of tree. To put that in perspective, just the soil of ghost forests emit four times as much gas as the trees. A single dairy cow, meanwhile, blasts 27 grams of methane. So, uh, every single hour. So, this is 27. What? So a fart. Okay, so the dead tree per square meter of dead tree is 0.3 milligrams of methane. And a cow is 27 grams of methane. So you're talking 90 times more. The cow farts (laughs) are 90 times more than a dead tree. But still minuscule. Still minuscule. So, yes, this is what it says. In the big picture, tree farts aren't likely to be the straw that finally broke the global climate's back. (laughs) Oh, shit. What a freaking... Okay, however, according to the researchers, understanding even these minor sources of greenhouse is important to understand the whole global carbon budget. No, it's not. There it is. That last line. Carbon budget. How much do we need to spend? They're trying to milk this... Tree fart? 
They're trying to milk this as far as they can go. <laughs> They're trying to milk. Yeah. Okay. So I understand everything is made of, okay. Everything's made of carbon for one. Yeah. Everything is. Mm-hmm. So it's only common sense that if something on this planet dies and breaks down, it's going to release the carbon that it was made of, right? Mm-hmm. Into the atmosphere. Maybe. So, there's, but that's how, but that's been going on. Yeah. Longer well, than human beings have been around on this planet. For sure. And there's different forms of carbon as it breaks down, right? It, yeah. Like you have, um, what is it? Carbon 12, carbon something, something, yes. something, something, right? It, it changes its anatomical s- structure when it decays. Like rate carbon dating, that's how they do carbon dating is because they measure the different atoms of these different structures of carbon. Hmm. They will take a chunk and be like, oh, we found this much of carbon 12 versus carbon 13 or carbon 14. And that's how they just estimate how old something is. The problem with carbon dating is you don't know what the fuck you're digging up. It's like, am I taking a piece of this bone? Is the, is the carbon from the bone or is it from something within the bone or is it something on top of the bone? How do I know the carbon is exactly from this piece of bone? And that's, you know. You don't. You don't. Well, maybe they do. Maybe they have some kind of secret science capability that can tell the, the carbon in the air where it came from. Yeah. I would just Or maybe say, they're sitting there by the stump while it's, while it's soaking into the ground and measuring the farts as they happen. That's true. I would just say, um, you know, maybe with carbon dating, take, take a bunch of little tiny samples within the, the, the area and just repeat the study, repeat the test. Repeatability actually is a very good uh, tool to prove your, your case. How repeatable are your results? Yeah. What are you looking up here? Giant no, trees? Yeah. I was just looking up how much carbon, like, cause they're, was a theory that I think it was this. Oh yes, this fucking rock formation. It looks I like a tree. where it's at. Hmm. Uh, it looks like a tree stump, right? Yeah. Gigantic well, there was trees. one. There was one of these that was in, like out in the middle of the desert somewhere. I don't. I forget exactly where it was. It's here in the U.S. I think. But they did like uh, some weird. I don't know if it's like ground penetrating sonar or something, and found that it had a some kind of root system. Mm. So I'm just thinking having this conversation right now, if that was a ginormous tree bigger than most buildings we have on this planet, mm-hmm. was how, this... much, how much carbon emissions did that thing put out when it died? Oh dude, tell me about Is it. Is that what caused the dinosaurs to disappear and not an asteroid? So that it... tree died, fell over and died and all the carbon in the air. From all its farts killed everything? <laughs> I think so. A big fucking <laughs> fart from that giant tree. Is this a... This is a Jugartha Tabalan in Tunisia? Is it in Tunisia? Tunisia? A rock formation. Not a vestige of the forest that stretched miles into the sky. This is from Snopes.com. Okay, I wanted to go to the, oh. the source of truth. Okay. You had this claim, right? The photograph shows the remains of an ancient tree trunk measuring more than two miles wide. Their rating, Snopes rating on this? Mm. What do you think it is? How false it is? 
Well, what do you think it is? Well, how, what are they rating? What, what is the rating system? I don't go to Snopes for it. Me neither. Right? So I was thinking that they would say false, somewhat false, mostly false. It says miscaptioned. Hmm. Uh. It doesn't say that it's false. It just says miscaptioned. Oh, okay. Origin. In uh, July 2017, an image made its way across social media purporting to be an ancient petrified trunk of what was once a huge atavistic atavistic tree. Hmm. Okay. The photograph is one of many purportedly showing giant tree trunks. However, there's more to the story than simply the marvel of how big trees supposedly once were. <laughs> anyway. I I don't know. This uh supposedly these things were 40 miles high. But there is something to be said about these because when you look at the the way that the if it is erosion, it eroded to look exactly like a tree. Yeah. Like if you cut a tree in half and you look at all the circles and shit in a tree, these rocks have them or these gigantic structures have them. I don't know if it's rock or tree or whatever the hell you want to say it is. But yes, that, you know, I don't know what to what to say about it. It's fascinating. I have seen. The, I say it was these giant trees that that killed everything in uh, uh, an asteroid. Oh, it suffocated the dinosaurs. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. And maybe and maybe if uh, the atmosphere gets up to a certain carbon number, these mm. giant trees will grow back. They weren't meant for this world. Maybe giant they... cheese will giant trees will come <laughs> giant back. Giant cheese. <laughs> maybe giant cheese. Uh, I don't know. But okay. I think these giant things. If too much carbon gets in the air, maybe these things will just come back. Yeah. And we'll be like, holy shit, there's fucking giant trees now. And then they'll fall and they'll fart and kill us all. What if a giant tree was actually the Tower of Babel and they cut that fucker down and that's like, that's how everybody got their accents and they talk in different languages now. What if? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anyway. So I believe that is the end of the show, everybody. You know, we just wanted to end it on tree farts. I, you know, climate change is a thing. Okay. I just don't think that it's a thing thing, right? That they want you to think it is. Yeah. So, it's not like they're saying, and we're going to die in the next five years for the last 25 years. No, it's about money and yeah. they, they want to take your money. And so just be careful when you look at stuff. Anyway, Christopher. Good show, man. Great episode, and hopefully Dave will be back on Sunday. Actually, he'll be here for our Patreon show on yeah, Saturday. Get on Patreon, everybody. This Saturday, Serial Killers. We're going to be talking about them. So $20, sign up, join our Zoom party. We want to see your face. We want to talk to you. All right. Till next time, Sayonar. Later. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.